One man on a mission to help the green industry make more green. This is the Lawn Care Marketing Expert Podcast with your host, Andrew Potoshnik. Hi, everybody. Andrew here with Lawn Care Marketing Expert, and I am here with, you guessed it, Lawn Care Millionaire, a.k.a. the CEO of Certified Autopilot. And we are here in Louisville, Kentucky. And uh, is that right? Yeah. Is that where yeah, we're at? Yeah. Okay. We had to reshoot the whole video because he can't get Louisville right. It's always Louisville. We're here in Louisville, Kentucky at GIE Expo 2013 in the Planet Green Industry Conference. Two events happened at the same time. Yep. It's the biggest trade show in the U.S., probably the world, for the green industry. Sure. Sure. In the U.S., yeah. In the U.S., okay. And it's uh, it's one of the, the one of the best events to go to, hands down. I, I love coming every year. And uh, why don't we, you know, we've we've been super busy. It, it ended today. Yeah. So it's what one o'clock in the morning. The bar behind us is about to close. So this is kind of our first chance to catch up. So why don't we talk about highlights? Yeah. What were your highlights for uh, this week? So it's been yeah, it's been pretty awesome. So we flew in Tuesday. A couple guys, uh, several people from our team flew in with me and Andrew. Flew in from Miami, but like you said, we haven't really seen much of each other because it's been crazy busy for us. We've been. Um, well, is your, well, is your first year with a service autopilot booth? Yeah, the exhibit. First year to exhibit, so it just packed with leads and clients. It's been ridiculous that have come through the booth. So, but the highlight would be getting together with clients and prospective clients at night. Um, it's, I mean, again, during the day is awesome. Uh, met a ton of people after I spoke on Thursday, but the getting together, like last night we took 15 guys out to dinner. Uh, every night is kind of that yeah. kind of thing, and hearing about the guys that are doing really good, the guys are making things happen, the successes they're having, and getting to connect and see them face-to-face, yeah. hear what they're doing that's smart, you know, getting to talk about what maybe I'm doing that's smart, and the interaction, I mean, it just really Really, that's the highlight. That's the stuff I love. Yeah. So this is all work, but at the end of the day, it's all fun too. Yeah. Uh, for me, I think the highlights definitely for me was uh, meeting clients face to face for the first time. I mean, I I've met clients here that we've had for almost two years, and it's the first time that I've seen them face to face, even though that we talk on the phone every month. And that is, uh, that, I mean, that's 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 powerful for me. I take that I take that seriously, especially when you see your client face to face, and they tell you what an impact that the work that you and your team have done in their business. That means a lot to me. I take that very seriously, and uh, you know. I, I love sharing. I love talking about marketing. You love talking about yeah. marketing. So I love talking shop. Yeah. I love getting together with a group of other entrepreneurs who are really ambitious and invigorated and they're, they're determined to grow their businesses and make them as successful as possible. And they're not going to stop until they reach it. Yeah. And I really enjoy that. But beyond just meeting clients. I gotta say, so one of the funny things that keeps happening to me here, and it happened last year as well, is so there's a ton of people that have seen me on video, whether it's through Service Autopilot or Lawn Care Millionaire. So I'll be standing somewhere, somebody will walk up to me like, hey, Jonathan. They start talking to me and I'm trying to acquaint myself with like, do 
who have we met? Do I know you? They've yeah. seen me, but I've never seen them, and yeah. so I don't. So anyway, it's kind of a weird thing. I'm like looking for name tags, trying to figure out, okay, who is this? And, yeah. You know, then of course when I see the name, I know, but I've never seen them. But they feel like they feel like they that that we know each other because they've seen me on video or they've listened to me talk to yeah. Service Auto Pilot so many times. Yeah, so uh, that, that's cool. That's, it, uh, that happened to me. That happened to me a number of times, which yeah. is kind of weird. In fact, so. I was also talking about my highlights, and one of the things that were my highlights were uh, an event that Planet does called Bref Breakfast of Champions. Okay. It's okay. where we uh, they they do a, a breakfast with man hundreds of people. That room the room's huge, yeah. but basically there's ten industry vets at your table. Everybody has a lawn care business or works in the industry, and you're all having breakfast together. And talking about people coming up to you and saying, hey, how you doing? One of the guys at my table was a guy that's been on following me on Lawn Care Millionaire for two years. He's been following you on my stuff? No, Lawn Care, I'm sorry, Lawn Care Market, what company am I with? See? Always creeping into my stuff. I've been so, uh, things have been so hectic this week that I don't even know where I am at anymore. Okay. We're in Louisville? Sure. Or Louisville? Wherever. I, wherever. Anyway. So one of the gentlemen at my table this morning was uh, Rob from Oasis Turf. He's been following lawn care marketing expert for ages. We've exchanged, we've been exchanging emails back and forth. We've been talking on the phone, and I have never seen his face. He sat down at my table. How are you doing, Andrew? And I've never seen the guy, so I'm staring at him and going, "Hi, how are you doing?" And, and fortunately, he stands up to shake my hand, and I see his name tag. And, oh, Rob. I remember your company. I remember talking to you two times. So, I mean, that's that's kind that's of awesome. that's it's kind of it's cool. kind of weird for me to people come up and say and, and know me by name, and I feel like I'm going crazy because I I'm not the I always best. Always feel bad because like yeah, I'm like, not the best with faces, so I don't know if I'm losing my mind. And uh, I've met this person before, and uh, I just can't remember. So, uh, Rob. Hi, thank you for joining the table. Fantastic to meet you face to face. And continuing on with Breakfast of Champions, this is the event that I love every year. And it, it starts around seven o'clock in the morning and it's literally, you're having breakfast with all of the industry vets. And you're at tables with about 10 people. Yeah. And every year that I've done it, including this year, I always host a table. Um, and so this year, I hosted a table about word of mouth marketing uh, this morning. And then yesterday morning, I hosted a table about uh, how to stop competing on price. Mm. And I gotta tell you, man, every every day I had just a table full of great people. And my role there is to be the host, to keep everybody talking, make sure everybody is having a chance to give input because everybody has good ideas. Everybody has a different perspective. And uh, and that was the case. Everybody at my table is fantastic. Um, uh, today we talked about word of mouth marketing. Not everybody had a referral program, a word of mouth marketing program. So some people were there to, to learn and get new ideas. Actually, we were all there to learn and get new yeah. ideas. And even I did as the host. I had some new ideas. Some stuff that I forgot about that needs to happen during yeah. word of mouth marketing. One of the gentlemen, the gentleman sit, sitting to the left of me, he mentioned that's what he was doing. So a great event, and uh, if you're if you ever come to GAE Expo, pay the 75 bucks or whatever it yep. is to do the breakfast. Yep. Get up early, go do the breakfast, go to a table with some of the industry vets. You will learn something. Yeah, so, yeah. I, I I would highly encourage you, and maybe we'll talk about this a little bit, but I would highly encourage you to get involved in this stuff. And a couple points around this are the life of an entrepreneur 
is an up and down, it's a roller coaster. So one day you sell a bunch of work, things go good, you're on top of the world, you're gonna be $10 million company because you know, we're kicking ass, we're doing good. And then the next day, one of your guys does something, something bad happens, something falls apart, and you're at the bottom of, you feel, you feel terrible, and you're beat down, any other business would be a better business, and you're done. And it's a roller coaster. And it gets better the bigger, it, it, to some degree it might get better the bigger you get. I think it does if you've got your ducks in a row. But at the same time, it, it continues to be a, a roller coaster some days when you're really pushing hard and pushing through. This kind of stuff, coming here and meeting other guys that are going through the same stuff you're yeah. going through. Coming here and meeting guys that yeah. have broken through the level you're hoping to break through. Meeting guys that are behind you that you can get some advice to and help them all these other things these these are the things that get you excited again get you pumped up to get you to go back home and say you know what I've got these problems in my business I'm gonna fight through these things yeah. because I know on the other side we're gold we're uh, I'll have uh, another Glenn Levitt please seven sure. seven <laughs> thank you so anyway so um, it's a big deal I mean I, I really would encourage you to invest the money and come out here and do this because it's one of those things that it's, it's completely yeah, worth it. And I, I think I gotta make another point. It's one of those things where you'll you'll go away with great stuff and you'll see all kinds of cool equipment, you'll meet all kinds of cool people, lots of great things will happen and you may go away with all these ideas, but also some stuff's gonna come back to a year or two from down the road. You're gonna reach some new point in your business and some of the things that you saw or witnessed or that felt you're years to yeah years in the back it's suddenly gonna resonate. Yeah now all of a sudden it means something to you because now you're at a new point in your business. So yeah. get involved in stuff like this if you're serious about your career. The money you spend here, it's it's nothing. I mean, you're gonna spend a little money to travel here, a little money to attend, but it's nothing in the broad scheme of things. And so I just really encourage you, you to do it, get involved. Yeah, I absolutely agree. Everybody should be a Planet member. I'm a big fan. I'm a consultant to the organization. And to add to what you're saying about uh, you know the entrepreneur life and the struggle of the of an entrepreneur yeah. is uh, I, I I I describe being an entrepreneur um, as working in a cave alone. And. Describe being an entrepreneur working in it a cave is. alone. Yeah, no, I because most entrepreneurs don't have friends or you, support You group. don't really have many friends, do you? That's a different topic. <laughs> that don't have friends that can relate to being an entrepreneur, to having employees, to feeding their employees' families. Yeah. That's a big There's responsibility. There's a tremendous amount of pressure. And, and that's something that, uh, you know, most people uh, don't have friends that are also entrepreneurs. So one of the things that is great about coming to, to Planet, and this is something that I talked about in my talk today, everybody who comes here, your goal should be to network, meet people, make friends. Make friends with people who aren't in your, in your service area, that are in different states, different markets. Become friends. Yep. Network with them, yep. talk to them on a regular basis, and exchange ideas. Have a mastermind, have a, have a peer group, and yep. talk to them on a regular basis. I do that in my own market. For marketing, I meet with a group of marketers every single week. They're some of the best guys in the world. We talk and exchange ideas every single week. And it's one of the reasons that my business has been successful. And it will change yours as well. I really, really encourage you to do that. Yeah, and I love a saying I learned a long time ago. It's like, you will become the five people you hang around. Very true. I think Jim Rohn. Jim Rohn, okay. Jim Rohn's 
if, for those that don't know, anybody that likes Tony Robbins, like Tony Robbins was made because of Jim Rome for whatever. Jim Rome was kind of one of the original guys. And Motivational I, speakers. Yeah, and, I, and I really do like him. Yeah. And so, anyway, he's passed away at this point. But he, he had that, I forgot that that was his saying. And But this is, this is true in business and getting to a certain level. This is true in the kind of money that you'll eventually have. This is true in terms of the good or bad decisions that you make in your life, like just outside of business. This is true in terms of if you're in shape or not. If your friends aren't in shape, then you're probably not in shape. It's just you think about that application of that concept yeah. throughout your entire life. Yeah. Coming to this kind of stuff lets you meet guys that are maybe at the level you want to go to and you surround yourself with them. That's critical if you want to get there. Yeah. So. And it's the biggest shortcut that you can possibly have. Spending the money to get an education, spending the money to network, spending the money to come be surrounded by the guys that are doing it, it's the fastest shortcut out Having there. Having a mentor who's already done what you're trying to do. Yeah, absolutely. No doubt about it. So, also one of my highlights was you gave a talk to a room literally packed out the doors. Every seat was full. People standing in the back of the room, people standing outside the doors with the doors open. The room was packed. Yeah. And Jonathan spoke about, I'll, if, you, if you would give us a highlight, Jonathan spoke about something that I really like to talk about in marketing, and that's patching, patching leaks. Yeah. Capturing the money that you're losing that you might not know about. So why don't you share with them a, a little bit about what you spoke about? Maybe maybe something that they could take away yeah. on this. So it was an hour and 15 minute talk. So there's no way I can do it justice here. But the concept is one that I don't hear actually a lot of people talk about it. Do you hear a lot of people talk about what I talked about? I mean, there's people. It's it's. Uh, I mean, some, but it's different. I mean, it, people talk about it, but I just don't hear it. I don't hear a lot of talk about it. So, and I think it's very important. I've never heard anybody talk about the four, the four key components in in a, in a lawn care landscaping business. Thank you they very usually, much. They they usually focus on one topic. Yeah. So the premise of it is, and I'm going to give you. Well, boy, there's, there were so many layers to the, the discussion, and but the the. the Did you hand me my drink? Yeah, so the basic idea was that the basic idea was that the talk was about how to make a lot more money than you're making today and exactly how to do it. Well, there's a lot of layers to that. And one layer is when you talk about making a lot more money than you make today, that's your take-home payroll check. But if you're the owner of the company, then that's also for every amount for every dollar of profit that you add to your bottom line someday when you sell this company there's a multiple a number that will be multiplied against your profits that will determine what you sell your company for and so the talk was about how to make a lot more money and it's twofold making a bigger paycheck number two creating wealth inside your business a, a company of a greater value that can be sold down the road and so I talked about the components of how you do that. Well, if you want to make a lot more money, you've got to solve the holes in your business, the, the leaks in your business. And I gave the analogy to open the talk of a boat. You're sitting out in the middle of a pond. It's got seven inches of water in it. The water's not bubbling, nothing's happening, but you can see it's filling. But yeah. you, and you don't know where all the leaks are. And as a business, but you know they're there. And as a business owner, you're being nailed by all the stuff you gotta do for marketing and employee problems and we need to grow in this area. We need to buy a new truck over here and you've got all these little invisible leaks. 
And so I go into great detail about that. And I talk about the four main con the main things you're responsible for. That as an owner, when you chose to be in business, you were charged with four main responsibilities. And in order of importance, marketing, your people, the technology implement, and cash flow. But they're all so interconnected, if you break apart one of them or break down one or completely fail in one, it can make the whole company sort of be a mess or something that you don't enjoy that you don't yeah. want to remain within. So that was the topic, but I think if I could make one point out of the whole topic, and it's kind of a bigger concept, it's this concept of invisible money. And so, and I think this is ridiculously important. And this is the one I don't hear a lot of people talk about. So I, I've had this thought in my mind for a long time and it's in the best way I know to describe it is there's this invisible money floating all around you, like everywhere. And so in the talk I gave the analogy of a guy backs his truck up to your office, gets out, pulls down the tailgate and there's just bags of cash in the bed of his truck and he's knocking on your back door, you don't answer. And he's pounding on your back door, you don't answer. He pulls out the sofa and he calls you, you guys don't even answer the, the phone at the company puts the phone back in his pocket, closes the tailgate, drives away, and he drove away with all the money that was yours. It should have been yours. And it was opportunity. It was it was a, a new prospect that wanted to do business with you, but you didn't answer the phone. It was an employee that lost you a customer today that was worth 10000 over the next three years because you didn't train them to do something. Yeah. It was the four jobs that customers asked your crews to do today out in the field that they never Never bothered to communicate back to the office and you never got that money and you're not mad you're not happy you're not disappointed you don't feel upset when you go home you don't feel frustrated because you didn't know that you lost all that money just because you don't know you lost it doesn't mean you didn't lose it so when you're cheap on your technology when you're cheap on your marketing when you're mismanaging cash flow all this bad stuff's happening to you you're dissatisfied with the business you're frustrated but you don't blame it on the out, you don't blame it on all these things that are going on because you don't know. You don't know they're happening because you're not paying attention to them because you're consumed, you're in this boat that's, that's sinking. And so it's this invisible money that is worth hundreds of thousands and millions of dollars to us in our job as owners and we owe it to the people that we hire so we can build great companies. We're just letting this money float right on by us to our competitors that are on top of their game. And if I could maybe give one more analogy, I think I live in the world of technology and I think about, you know, the guy that goes out and he says, you know what, he looks at software and it's three, there's a $300 solution, there's a $1,000 solution, there's a $10,000 solution. He's like, oh my gosh, 10,000, you guys are insane. I'm not buying your stuff. There's a $1,000 solution. He's like, but there's a $300 solution. Yeah. And so you think about just the dollars and cents of the expenditure, but you don't do all the amount. And I say, don't do you, I say you as, but all of us are guilty of this. I'm talking to me, I'm talking to Andrew. We're all guilty of this stuff. And we may not be guilty of it in marketing, but the guy that's not guilty of it in marketing is probably guilty of it with how he treats his people or trains his people. The guy that's on top of that, he's probably guilty of it in marketing. We've all got our thing that we're dropping the ball on. So back to the software analogy, the, you look at it and say 300 bucks, it looks pretty good compared to the other solutions, but you don't do the deep analysis and say, wait a second, this solution can do the little things that when I save in it, like I gave the analogy for a, a larger company, that if you save 10 minutes a day per man in your company, it equates to 60, 000, 40 or $60,000 in safe payroll. 
So a piece of software that can save you 10 minutes a day will save you forty to $60,000 a year. Now you take that exact same 10 minutes, and I'm now I'm on a roll here preaching, but you take that 10 minutes that you just saved and you make it billable, like you perform work at 40 a man hour, that generates $120,000 yeah. a man a year. Yeah. You take that 120 plus the 40 or 60, let's go with 40, that's $160,000 saving 10 minutes a day per man. And that's for a bigger company. If you're a smaller company, cut that in half, cut it in a quarter. It's still real money. It's still relevant. So yeah. if the $300 package can't do it, the $1,000 package can't do it, but the $10,000 solution could, would you pay $10,000 to make $160,000 a year? But how few of us think about the 160? Like nobody does. They think yeah. about the 10,000. They're like 10,000. That's insane. And they miss all the invisible money that's floating around. Then they buy the $300 package and they're not pissed because they don't yeah. know they are losing $160,000 a year. And they don't understand why this awesome guy down the street's running a $3 million company and why the guy, the other guy's running a $20 million company. He just cashed out and they're like, it's so my, there's low ballers in my market and it's unfair and it doesn't really work that way in the industry. This is a bad industry. Some other industries better, but no, it's those dudes are doing everything different and they're thinking different. They're acting different. They're living different and they get different results. Yep. And then those that choose to think about the way life and business works a different way that happen to be wrong, they get crappy results and that's why. And anyway, I got on a tangent there, but and that was that was just a teeny piece of my talk, but man, I think when you get that, it's life changing. You change your business, I have this saying, you change your business, you change your life. When you when you get this stuff, man, it changes everything. You know, the, the, the ironic thing here is that we both came to this event not knowing uh, what the other person was talking about. And That's one true. of the core concepts in the middle of my talk, which is all about marketing, was also highlighting the money that you're losing. Oh, I thought you were just copying me after hearing my talk. <laughs> is the money that you're losing because you make the wrong marketing decisions, that you choose a free or cheap solution yeah. versus actually investing in something that will generate revenue. Yeah. And the example that I use is a, is a website. Everybody needs a website, but this, this example applies to pay-per-click, to SEO, to, to anything that you think you should do yourself or your buddy or your brother-in-law can do. And the example I give is somebody having their brother-in-law do their website for free versus investing in a professional website. And the difference that it can make in revenue, having somebody, a professional do it, that knows how to design, that knows how to design a website that converts visitors to customers, yes. that generates revenue, and yep. how important that is. And it has a direct impact on how much you can, revenue that you can generate from your website. But all that you can see oftentimes as a business owner is how much it costs yeah, exactly. at the beginning. Yeah. You know, a, a professional website. Yeah. What is it? Three thousand, four thousand, five thousand dollars. That's all that most business owners can see is that barrier to entry. And that's the invisible dollars where you got to look at the return on investment. And if you're not, if you don't think about the return on investment, th those dollars are just as real as when a c customer hires you and says, "I'm going to pay you ten thousand yeah. bucks to do something." Yeah. When you implement something like a website or SEO, whatever money you're going to get, that is exactly as real as all the other money they're going to pay you, and you got to value it think about exactly the same way yeah that, that, that's exactly that's that's exactly right and the uh, the the other the other thing that I say in my talk is that you need to realize as a business owner you don't know what you don't know and yeah. I didn't pull out my quote that I love but I'm gonna tell you now so one of my favorite quotes is from Donald Rumsfeld 
and I've told you this before. Your hero. Yeah, my, my hero, Donald Rumsfeld. So one of, his, one, one of his quotes is, there are no knowns. <laughs> oh, yeah, and, you are always quoting. Because it's such a great, <laughs> hilarious quote. But it's true. So his quote is, there are no knowns. <laughs> I'm not going to be able to get okay, through this. Yeah, you do it. It is okay. a great so Donald Rumsfeld. I live by this quote. So Donald Rumsfeld, my friend, my buddy, Donald Rumsfeld says, there are known knowns, and there are known unknowns, and there are also unknown unknowns. <laughs> that is to say <laughs> that there are things that we know that we know, <laughs> and there are also things that we don't know that we know. I totally messed it. I've never misquoted this quote. I've had it memorized for years. This is the first time I've misquoted. Okay, so Donald Rumsfeld, shut up. Okay, so Donald Rumsfeld says, there are known knowns, and there are known unknowns, and there are also unknown unknowns. That is to say, there are things that we know that we know, and there are things that we know that we don't know, but there are also things that we don't know that we don't know. And it sounds funny, and it is funny, but it's true. As a business owner, you need to recognize that if you're making decisions about your marketing, you need to realize that you probably don't know everything about marketing. And certainly if you're hiring somebody to do a website for 500 bucks or having your brother-in-law do it because he has a computer, he doesn't know everything that he needs to know to build a website that converts visitors to customers. So, you know, take it, if you don't believe me, take it from Donald Rumsfeld. <laughs> he is a great marketer. I'm gonna put that quote on the back of our service on a shirts. We've been looking for some good quotes. I love, I, I love that quote. <laughs> I heard it, I, he said it, what, 10 years ago? It's I, still I, true. I memorized it when I first heard it. I said, oh, that's brilliant and hilarious, but true. So uh, th that's my that's my bit of advice. Uh, so um, so I also gave a talk. I gave a yeah. talk. His talk was uh, an hour and 15 minutes. Mine was an hour and 30 minutes. So that should tell you a little bit about the quality. No, not really. You really need another hour. That's true. That's true. It was so good, and people were so engrossed that they asked for an encore, but yeah. my I don't throat, remember anybody being left. My, my throat, my throat got uh, irritated, and uh, so I, I had to cut it short, unfortunately. So I spoke about that's one of the topics I spoke about. Making, hey, give your the, the one of the very best parts of your talk. Tell the story of Thailand. Okay. That's one of the really, really great parts of your okay. talk. So, um, if you've been watching my videos for any length of time, you know that I, I try and shoot a video whenever I travel somewhere. I'm always working no matter where I'm at. I love to travel. It's my favorite thing to do. And one of the things that I noticed on my last trip to Thailand, which is one of my favorite places to go. So we in Bangkok? In Bangkok. Outside of, excuse me, outside of the um, Grand Palace in Bangkok which is um, just a huge complex surrounded by the palace wall. Every morning around dawn, the, uh, the Thai, Thai street vendors will come out, they'll lay out their carpets, and they'll, they'll put on their carpets all the wares that they're selling to the tourists. Uh, oftentimes it's gold Buddhas. Um, other, other, other carpets have uh, everything from pocket knives to weird things like uh, nail clippers. And it will be a, a carpet full of one thing that they're selling. But 
that wasn't the interesting thing. The interesting thing is that the Thai street vendors would line up selling the same merchandise right next to each other. Yeah, and so in your slide, it looked like eight or 10 of these guys that looked identical. I mean, you couldn't tell any difference between them just lined up down the street. Exactly right. So you'd have eight vendors all selling the same thing. So what happened is I'd watch a tourist come up. They would start with one street vendor, pick up a gold Buddha, ask him how much it is. He would type it into his calculator, it's this much Thai bot, and the tourist would shake their head, no, that's too expensive. He'd walk to the next guy two feet over, pick up the same Thai Buddha, ask how much it is. The, the, the vendor would type in a cheaper price in Thai bot. The, the tourist would shake his head, no, that's still too expensive. Go to the third vendor, same scenario. Picks up the same uh, gold Buddha, the vendor how much it is and this time the the vendor types in the lowest price of all tourist shakes his head okay I'll buy it and that Thai street vendor ekes out the tiniest of profit margins and I say this story because that's how most consumers see lawn care and landscaping companies they don't see any difference between what you're offering and the next guy yeah and that is a big problem that's why everybody thinks that they're competing on price and that price is the, the number one factor. But the fact is that when the only thing, when, when you look the same, when you sound the same, when your actions are the same as everybody else in your market, the only differentiating factor left is your price. Yep. And that's what most lawn care and landscaping companies are stuck with. So the, the, the point that I come across in my talk is you've got to get really good at answering the question, why should somebody buy from you versus anybody else in your market? Yeah. And the thing that you need to understand is that answer, the answer to that question comes in the form of everything you say, how you look, and what you do, your actions leading up to a sale. Yep. That's how you answer the question. It's not just putting on your flyer, we're the best. It's demonstrating that. And so I, I spend a lot of time talking about proving your value, providing evidence to your prospective customers that they're gonna get exactly what they want for their money. And they're also going to get more than anybody else in the market is providing. And I give a number of examples yeah, on, and on how you can I'm do I'm gonna that. give one of your examples really Please. quick. So it's from your talk and I thought it was another powerful example. And so I one thing I would add to, and you may have even mentioned it, but one thing is you need to get outside of your company and try to see how your clients might see you and then how they see you as compared to your competition. And so you gave this nice example of postcards. I was going that direction, yep. the one. So if you were to, for example, get door hangers, on, you receive door hangers on your door. You get postcards in the mail, you find marketing pieces wherever. You take websites, whatever the case may be, and you gave the example of covering up the logo, covering up the phone number, covering up any identifying information. Just imagine getting three postcards, putting tape over all the identifying information, and then just looking at the imagery, looking at the message, looking at what you say about the services you offer. How different is it really? For example, you know, if you were to just flop lo or flip logos around, would any one of those suddenly have, would any of those direct mail pieces now suddenly have an impact on that company? Because they all look the same, they're yeah. all interchangeable. It's like we've probably both said, 
if you're guaranteeing service, if you say, we guarantee your satisfaction, okay, so does everybody else, and that's pretty much what they say. It is completely meaningless to the point to complete waste of space to even put it on your marketing piece. It has zero impact on decision making. So how, using that example Andrew gave, you have to attribute it, you have to give it value. You have to give it value. And you have to back up the things you say rather than saying we're the best, rather than saying that we have the greatest attention to detail, that we have, that we're gonna provide you the one the best service or that we're the expert. We demonstrate that in other ways. And one of the examples I give is we have a 23 point checklist that we go through every time we come to your property. We're gonna do these 23 things to make sure your property is looking fantastic. Everything from blowing off your sidewalks, to edging your, 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 your lawn properly, to closing your back gate, yeah. and making sure it's locked and that your dog will never get out. Yeah. So there's other ways to say we're the best. And you can say that by demonstrating what you do and backing it up with proof. Yep. Customer testimonials. I mean, you guys know I'm huge on reviews, Google reviews, all that stuff. Proof, case studies, before and after photos, all the stuff that's just too much trouble for you to do. This is what you have to do if you don't want to compete on price. Yeah, and for everybody that says everyone makes their decision on price, you're exactly correct. All consumers make their decision on price when given no other option. Exactly. Because we all have right. to make our decision on something, so if I have no other options and you all look the same, or all my competition looks the same, then I'm going to make the, it on price. This, I, I've given this example too, and I love this one. I do this all the time. I don't know if you do, but go to the grocery store. Actually, I never go to the grocery store. That's why you're married. That's exactly why I got married. <laughs> so, no, that was a joke. So anyway, well, it's a little it's bit of a like, joke. It's not like your wife watches any of your videos or care what you, cares what you do. All right, so, <laughs> hmm, how about, okay, let me give you an example. Let's just go back to the grocery store example. Actually, you know what? Because I am married, I have been sent to the grocery store. And so Tiffany sent me to the grocery store a while Only back. when you were grounded. No, that's recently. So <laughs> When you were grounded. So anyway, I went to the grocery store and I had to get something. It was uh, something she was, she was mixing. It was like an herb or something. Vodka? No. It was an <laughs> herb or something. And I know nothing about all these different... I know what the herb was, but I don't know what a good Nutmeg? one is. No, I don't know. I don't know what she would have bought. And so there was something that she had me picking out. So I'm looking at the shelf of all these options. And I don't know what the right option is but I know that she's got an opinion on what the right option is so there's probably like a dollar fifty three dollars five dollars which thing should I buy so how do I make my price because I don't know anything about any of these things other than some company brand that I don't recognize I buy the five dollar thing because I want to make sure that I get that it tastes right the flavors good I'm not gonna bring it home and have to go back to the, the grocery store and get the right brand and get grounded again and get in trouble again sure so so how did I make my decision on price? And we do this all the time in so many things in life. If I go buy, dad's an artist, or dad, or, you know, he's an artist. So how do people make decisions? Oh, no, no, better than that, wine. I love the example of wine. I don't even like wine. And I've been on a couple wine trips. And when it's a $90 bottle of wine and a five, well, nobody has a $5 bottle of wine on a wine trip, but let's say a $30 bottle of wine, that $90 bottle of wine always tastes better. But I don't even like one. I don't even know how to make a decision. But if the guy says, this You're is, more of a Malibu man. <laughs> that's a, yeah, so anyway, if the guy says, 
<laughs> the guy says no. Roman drinks scotch. Yeah, so. If the guy says this is 90 bucks and this is $30, of course, for whatever reason, that's going to taste better to me. But if, and it's kind of silly examples, maybe a little You're bit right, rambling. You're right, silly. But if you think about it, just observe how you make decisions. When I have no other information, I make a decision on price. You probably do. I think most people do. I bought these socks because they were the most expensive ones available. <laughs> but I, I, I think that's, that's exactly right. And the, the point that I really wanted people to take away is that this is the stuff that matters. And it comes down from the top. If you're the owner of the business, you have to take control of your marketing. You have to get involved. And all of our clients that are the most successful ones that we work with, they're involved in their marketing. Because I can't write your marketing message for you. I can't write what's important about your company. That needs to come from you, the right. business owner. Yeah. Only you can define what your company is all about. One of my four points that I mentioned earlier, what are you responsible for? In order, marketing, people, technology, and cash flow. It doesn't mean you have to do every element of marketing. You have to have oversight, final say. You have to be involved in, to your point. It's your charge as the business owner. Are we communicating the right message as a company? Are our salespeople, if you're a bigger operation, communicating the right message as a company? If not, you've got to re-correct, you've got to correct it. You've yeah. got to straighten the ship so we're all singing the same song, telling the same story. That's marketing and it comes from you. You have to set it. Yep, that's exactly right. And the, the, the thing that I've always seen and the guys that call me, and uh, are having problems in their business. And they always tell me they're, get, get, they're getting undercut by the guy with a, with a truck working for beer money on the weekend. They're getting undercut by the guy who's charging 10 bucks or less because he really doesn't care and he's not gonna be in the business for a long time. And every single time I hear this story and look at the marketing that they're doing, and they're telling me that it's oh, because yeah. that somebody's charging a cheaper price, it's not always the cheaper price. If you can demonstrate your value, if you can demonstrate your worth more than going that direction, if you can demonstrate all the problems one of your potential customers is gonna have by making that the wrong, wrong choice. And then giving maybe even a testimonial, and then that testimonial, a happy client speaks to how horrible or how something bad happened and now how it's all so different because they work with you. Yeah. And, and it's very, very powerful. The, th the things that matter in your business is doing the things that your competitors are too lazy to do. When it comes to marketing, there's so many things that your competitors are too lazy to do, and if you do them, even a fraction of them, it will have drastic impact on your business. Yeah. It will change your business. Just like, I mean, your speech was great because you talked about some of the technical things and the business sides of things, and it was the same exact thing. You, if, if, you, if you tweak the small things that you forget about or you overlook, it results in big impacts in your profits. Yeah. The same is true with your Massive. marketing. Same is true with your marketing. So I thought it was a, uh, I thought it was a great convention. Yeah. And you know, every time I went by the, the service autopilot booth, you guys were swamped. It was, you had a, it was you had It was like going to a club and there's a queue the only thing missing is you didn't have a bodyguard keeping people out. There was 10 people outside of the, it was, the, the, the booth every time. So congratulations. I'm, this was a pretty awesome first year for you guys yeah, here at the Yeah, no doubt about it. At, it was crazy. Nobody ever ate lunch or it was... <laughs> That's right. 
great. We're, we're very thankful. So I got I, so I think we should wrap. Yes. But I want to make one one kind of point. So um, a couple service autopilot clients, and I think one of the clients is, a, is one of your clients as well. I met with uh, quite a few clients well, so I was here. Thinking of uh, a couple guys that we invited to dinner, Jeff and uh, Jordan. Jordan and, yeah. and Jeff. Yeah. yeah, a bunch of guys came to dinner, but yeah. I wanted to specifically mention two guys. So because this is something I thought about last night when we were having dinner and I thought about it again today. And these guys are younger that guys. Was a, that was a great dinner. I really great enjoyed guys. having a dinner with yeah. them. And the point I want to make though is, and you may not be younger, you know, you may be older, but one thing that was really interesting to me is I remember when I was around 18, I was kind of, I was a saver. I like saved my money, all my lawn mowing money from mowing yards. And I remember- So in, you could drop your truck and paint it fluorescent pink? Nobody will understand. <laughs> My truck wasn't pink, just the interior. The interior, that's right, your interior was hot pink. Back when lowriders were the coolest thing, I had one. And the outside was what, neon green? No, what it was, was it? no, it was white. Okay, outside was white. The interior was paste, paint, spray painted hot pink. Yeah, but it looked good. And he it had, looked good and for- he had 18 inch It looked good for 1991. <laughs> Yeah, it's, a, it, it's impossible to explain, but it was cool at the time for like a three-year window. And you'd listen to your bass CDs. Uh, yeah, but it wasn't, it wasn't rap though. It, it was wasn't. Like, no, it wasn't music. It was actually just bass tones. <laughs> oh, we come so far. You just need had. You just. You should put hydraulics in your new car. Whatever. So anyway, <laughs> all right. So what I what the point I was really trying to make was that I remember back at that time you know you'd buy Inc magazine and you'd, I'd buy entrepreneur and I was really starting to learn about business I was having success in my lawn mowing business I was getting really interested in business and this is so dumb in hindsight but I remember being cheap about like this $20 subscription oh I don't need this third or fourth magazine I'm not gonna spend that money and in hindsight I think about the fact that like what's 20 bucks you get one idea you could subscribe to that magazine for nine years and if you get one idea that yeah. has any impact on your business what's the value of that yeah so a couple guys that came out that we invited to dinner just great guys that are young and just they're working you know they like me had a, have a lot of stuff to learn but they're working through it and they're just getting started in their businesses and they're at an event like this and uh, one of the guys was introducing himself and you know making contacts and trading business cards and this is these guys will be successful they're gonna have a hard time they're gonna struggle they're gonna have problems every everybody does, does. but, every but they they're doing what nobody else does at a young age they're here and I, I pick them to be successful. I bet on them that yeah. they will be successful, that they will they will work it out and figure it out because yep. they're reading the books, they're studying the stuff, they're networking, they spend they're spending money they may not even have to be here. It's it's awesome. I just and I yeah. even for us that are uh, getting uh, older, yeah, this is the exact same stuff we have to be doing. So yeah. and and you know, these are your competitors coming up and these guys are there's some smart guys up there coming out with a, coming up yeah. with a lot of energy, and you got to be on your game. Yeah, and uh, you know I love I love work, working with the younger guys. They they get internet marketing right yeah, out of yeah. the gate. It's yeah. like I mean I mean they they grew up on fa they grew up with Facebook. They Robotech. grew up online. Yeah. I mean we remember the days when we were on CompuServe and we didn't even have Google. I mean we were on like Hotbot and. Well, I can't even remember the other search engines back then, but I mean, 
Yeah. So I, but, I thought that was a valid, important thing that yeah. I thought about a number of times. But the point you bring up, uh, both those guys, it was it was awesome to meet Jeff and Jordan, and um, they're doing it right. Yeah. They're doing it right. They're young. They're hungry, and they're doing what their competitors want, which means educating yourself further going above and beyond doing what your competitors want and that's going to make the biggest difference in your business it's made the biggest difference in yours it's made the biggest difference in mine you have to have the drive and ambition to do what your competitors want that will change your business yep Uh, i think we should call it I think I, I, th- I always end the videos the best. I always say something so meaningful at the end that uh, um, it really gets the troops motivated and pumped up. Whatever. <laughs> Cheers. Good night. Cheers. Need help growing your lawn care or landscaping business? Lawn Care Marketing Expert is dedicated to helping lawn care and landscaping businesses grow. For more information, call 786-309-7898 or visit www.lawncaremarketingexpert.com today.